Welcome to the Home Time podcast, folks. Uh, we've got a barnstorming show ahead for you, which is a real treat. One thing I forgot to mention during the course of the show, uh, which needs to be addressed right now, is uh, hopefully show a bit of love to my T-shirt that I'm wearing today. It's gorgeous. Isn't it beautiful? Uh, it's a Hofmeister shirt sent in by the lovely people of Hofmeister. Uh, you remember a couple of weeks ago, just before our daughter was born, I got her actual age wrong yesterday, as producer Adam <laughs> pointed out, which is a cracking start to parenthood. Um, but... I was doing the show from home. You guys were in the studio because yeah. the baby was going to arrive at any minute. Uh, and I joked on Twitter that I'd be in Tracky Bottoms drinking beer. A lot of people suggesting I drink Hofmeister. I didn't know whether Hofmeister was still a thing. And the people from Hofmeister have not only proved it by sending me Hofmeister beer, but I now have a Hofmeister T-shirt with a Hofmeister bear on. I love it. It's so cool. The only downer is they don't still have the advertising campaign. I've got a bear behind, <laughs> which I think is still a place for that in 2022. But thank you, Hofmeister. have you lot on board Thursday and all that uh, question for you do you ever have moments when your brain malfunctions in a public place <laughs> about four o'clock do you know what, it just stops <laughs> completely stops I get it quite a bit uh, and my mind just kind of checks out and uh, you know like here on Absolute Radio if there's a problem with God forbid imagine you know it's a hypothetical situation a real stretch but imagine we have a technical problem yeah. and the music stops playing yeah. we have this little backup thing called the emergency tape which you probably are all familiar with <laughs> and it kicks in if something goes wrong uh, for me my, I don't know if anyone else gets this but but my, my brain will just blur out stuff if, if I my brain locks up. For some reason, like a, it's like a fallback. So let me explain. So this morning, I was buying a ticket uh, at the train station in Chalkwell, and the guy handed me the two tickets that I bought, and then my brain just checked out, and for some un- uh, unknown reason, I said to him, bye-bye, <laughs> and, then, and then got my bike and then went down to the, the platform. And I just had my head in my hand sitting in the seat going, oh, my God, I've just said bye. Who says bye-bye? Bye-bye. Am I going to need to go? I felt like, should I go back up there and make more conversations so he doesn't think I've lost it? Well, I'd also suggest that one of the worst things about that is you're going to see that fellow again tomorrow. I see him almost on a daily basis. <laughs> and last time I saw him, I said, bye-bye. You'll be the bye-bye man. Bye-bye. <laughs> see you. Bye-bye. It's like the end of um, something special on CBeebies. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I uh, just want to put it out there, just make me feel a little bit better about this, but uh, if, if you've had a moment where you've inexplicably blurted something weird or inappropriate out in a public place. Tell us about it on the show. I remember coming in uh, to the office on my birthday once. You know, like, you know, the email goes around, such and such his birthday and all that. I remember walking past someone's desk and going, happy birthday, <laughs> and just autopilot, just me going back, you two, just <laughs> <It's> not their <laughs> birthday. <laughs> what am I saying? This is exactly it. These are, why, why has your brain done that to you? It's just unfair. Yeah. D says, Saturday job, years ago, customer trying trainers on. I checked the toes and happily told them there was plenty of growing room. Growing room, mate. I'm 42. <laughs> I absolutely love it. In a professional environment, it's even worse. Great from Christopher. Delivered a parcel. The customer called out, thank you, as I walked back to the van. My brain got stuck between not a problem and you're welcome. <laughs> and instead shouted out, you're a problem. <laughs> I love it. You're a problem, mate. Uh, ben says, guys, I once told a neighbour that I'll be thinking of him whilst I was in bed that night. Just as he was going out for his night shift. We both... <laughs> Looked at each other a bit awkwardly. He says, but for different reasons. Uh, right, this should be good. Lisa works in the hospital. What was it you said, Lisa? Just as the patient was leaving, I said, but they said, bye bye. I said, bye bye. Love you. <laughs> I said, I love you. And, and I turned around, and all my colleagues were just staring at me. And I said, what? 
And they said, you just told that patient you loved him. I said, no, I didn't. They said, you did. I said, I didn't. They said, yes, you did. And, um, yeah, never lived it down at work. It was quite embarrassing. What was the patient like then? Was it someone that was worthy of uh, love you, goodbye, that kind of thing? No, I don't even think they registered. I think they just walked out and totally disregarded my love for them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a sad end to that story. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great story. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Reeves just texted to say he asked the server in McDonald's if he could have some extra dip dip. <laughs> Apparently dip dip is his two-year-old's name for ketchup and his pals ruined him. Uh, Louise said I once said you too to ground staff at the airport when they said to me have a good flight. Oh, it's, you're just being polite but it makes you sound like you've lost it. Uh, this is one. This is a good one. Simon says I, I, I once blurted out thank you to a cash machine with a queue of people behind me. I've done nearly done this a load of times because the, the cash machine's giving you the money. Yes, it is. So I've nearly said, thanks very much, and then made my way off. Uh, right, L, what have you done? What have you uh, said? So I ordered a takeaway. The guy came to deliver it, and um, he's, uh, I thanked him, and he said, enjoy your food. I went, yeah, you too. <laughs> <laughs> and did you try and dig yourself out of that situation and make it I worse? I did, I did. I went, oh, no, you're not having any. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, but I'm sure you could have some if you wanted to. <laughs> sounds, like like sounds like you're inviting him in. <laughs> I think he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lively start to the show, I tell you. <laughs> Giving you the power to change just one thing about today, today only. Mick in Glasgow says, I check my rear view mirror just one more time uh, before reversing someone's mi- uh, bumper right off. Now that is a bad Thursday. A couple to finish with here. Frankie says, was on a train once going on a work stay out with a bunch of fellow warehouse lads. My kids were only young at the time and as we passed a field with horses, I blurted out, oh look at the big horses. Never heard the end of it since. <laughs> and then another message in saying, a friend of mine in work said nighty night to our CEO as we were leaving work one evening and she's never lived it down. Right, we want to give you some special powers. Your work day has just finished. Uh, what would you do if you were given the chance to go back and change just one thing about your day? If you could jump back in time Ooh. and rewind and do just one thing differently today. Why has this come to my mind? I'll tell you. Uh, on the tube on the way into work today, I, I was sat down, had uh, space either side of me, and I was uh-huh. sat there fairly conventionally, just arms folded, and my back in front of me, legs pretty straight in front. Train rolls into the stop, bloke gets on, sits down right next door to me. Oh. Legs splayed, arms out as well, and by the time the train rolls into the next stop, I realised I had conceded every single bit of space. Now, I wasn't I wasn't sort of, like, encroaching into the next seat or anything like that. Yeah. I was really annoyed with myself for thinking, how have you let this happen? It's like right? that bit in Dad's Army, the start of Dad's Army, with all the arrows getting beaten backwards. Yeah, it's exactly it's that. Isn't it like that? It's that equivalent. So, if I had the chance... I know it's such a small thing, but I'd love to go back... Knock him out. <laughs> no, oh, right, no, no, no right, that. yeah. Yeah, got gotcha. you. I'd just actually just stand firm. I'd have firm elbows, I'd have firm knees... And just, I, I wouldn't have conceded the space. Yeah. It's really et away at me. I guess it says a lot more about me than it does about the actual situation, but I'd love to be able to rewind, do that differently, stand firm, 
not concede the space. It'd be great. It's like a little, almost like a video game power. You can just kind of wind it back a little bit. Just have another go at that. You could rewind your life today. Change one thing. What is it? I wouldn't say bye-bye to the train guy. <laughs> I'd go, there you go, cheers, mate. See you same time tomorrow. <laughs> That'd be a good start. Right, 8, 12, 15, you've got the power to rewind and change only one thing about your day today. What is it? <laughs> uh, for me, I, if I, one other thing. Obviously, I said bye-bye earlier on. Yeah. Um, we have been bought a lovely box of brownies as like a, um, a congratulations present for the birth of Stella by our lovely friends Andy and Ruth. And because I'm trying to be good in 2022, as I imagine a lot of people are, I'm making sure that I don't pig out on them. I'm only allowed one square of brownie a day because like a big brownie cut oh. into bits. Yeah. Uh, so I had my brownie earlier on at about half 11 this morning. Yeah. And I know now that when I get back this evening, because yeah. I feel quite tired today, yeah. I've got no brownie and a cup None of tea. Left. I've already had it. Now, you see, the problem with this offer is you can only go back and rewind on one thing. I can't just keep going back and having so more brownie. It's either the brownie or bye-bye to the station guy. Which is it? <laughs> uh, I'm going to get brownie. <laughs> I'm going to get brownie. <laughs> he needs it. This text says, if I could change one thing today, it would be that when I stormed out of a room having had a brief argument with someone, that I'd remember to take my phone first time around. I couldn't go back in. <laughs> Once you've gone, you can't go back in again unless you go on all fours and try and sneak in. Because by doing that, you kind of admit that you've lost the argument. Oh, it's terrible. I'm, I'm cringing on their behalf. Uh, we've got Nikki on the line who's traumatised by something that happened to her earlier on. Nikki, what happened? I wouldn't answer the phone when my bean and cheese toastie was at the optimum temperature to eat. <laughs> <laughs> they can get very hot, can't they? Who, do, who did you speak to when it was at peak hotness and it was in your mouth? Um, it was actually, so I've just started a, a new job as um, kind of a, a clinical team lead. So it was one of the staff on my team. Right. So I did really need to answer the phone, but it did kind of make the bean and cheese toasty not quite as tasty. Oh, OK. So, oh, I think we're misunderstanding here. So oh. it was at the perfect temperature, but you being on yeah. the phone for too long meant that when you came off, it oh. was at a rather tepid temperature. That's right, yeah because I'm so professional. I feel in your voice. It's still affecting you right to this moment. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but, um, you know, hey-ho, I still ate it, and so it's OK. But this is the thing, is sometimes the small things. It was just a, it's just one guy on the tube for me. Yeah. It's just one cheese and bean toasty for Nicky, but they are the things that eat away at you all day. It, it, it's a thing that's going to affect me, uh, yeah, absolutely, but... Yeah, I'll get, try again tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say, have another cheese and bean toasty <laughs> tomorrow and do let us know how you get on. Maybe turn the phone off. All right, off. then. <laughs> okay. Bye, Nikki. <laughs> if you could do something differently, what would it be? Christine, tell us. Uh, I woke up late because I slept through my alarm and I had no cup of tea. Oh, what, you got a waiter service going on in your house? What's, what's that all about? Well, it's more that I didn't have time for a cup of tea and that's, you know, starts your day off wrong then, doesn't it, if you haven't had your cuppa? Wow, so people don't really sleep through alarms that much these days, you know what I mean? So what happened to you? Did you hit snooze or something, or what? Um, I literally turned it off in my sleep. Oh, Hang on one sec. This, this could be a big smoking gun here. Are we talking a tease, mate? Is it the cup of tea and the alarm is all one thing? Well, I did have a tease made in the past, but unfortunately I don't have one now. It's more that I had to rush out of the house and couldn't couldn't make myself a cup of tea. In which case then, given the powers that we're willing to give you uh, on tonight's Home Time Show, rather than just going back a few hours and not sleeping through your alarm, what year was it that you gave up your uh, tease mate? <laughs> oh, now, this is going to make you laugh even more. I actually had my tease made when I was about 14. What? I, go, I know, I know. So you were an early adopter. What kind of year would that be? Uh, 
I was. So that would have been in 1998. Fantastic. We're taking you back to 1998. Good luck. <laughs> and I'm keeping the cheese made. Uh, this is pro- probably the worst of the lot. Uh, Judy says, wish I could have turned back and restart the morning to switch the slow cooker on for our meal. <laughs> that we should be having tonight uh, for tonight's duck surprise. Uh, wow. The surprise is we're not having it. <laughs> Do you know what? What is it with all these 70s tech teas made earlier on? Slow cooker now, duck surprise. Time for the Hometime Film Club, our weekly meeting of minds where a Hometime listener will ask for movie suggestions based on a specific set of needs. And we ask you guys, and you're very learned with your brilliant movie recommendations, we've had some brilliant ones so far. Uh, if you have a movie that you would like a recommendation from the Hometime audience, all you've got to do is drop us an email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, which is what Jenny and Phil have done uh, on behalf of their son, Tyler. Let me explain. Uh, boys, our son is about to turn 17. We're after a film where the car is the star Ooh. that we could watch with him. He's getting driving lessons off us instead of a brand new car. We're not made of money. Uh, so to make up for that, just a good car film to introduce him to would be great. Cheers, Jenny and Phil, brackets and time. I'm going to uh, go straight in with what is my favourite movie of all time, right? It's Duel by Steven Spielberg. Before Spielberg went on to make all the, you know, E.T. and all that kind of lot, he made a really odd film that you don't really ever hear much about, starring Dennis Weaver, uh, called Jewel, where uh, Dennis Weaver plays this businessman driving across the, uh, somewhere in the middle of America, like deep south or whatever, Uh, and somehow he winds up this uh, lorry, and the lorry tries to ram him off the road. Oh. So if you watch, you know the tourist that was been on pretty recently? The start of that is a little bit like Jewel, but kind of the car is in that, it's car v lorry, so car's kind of the star. I'm going to go with uh, 1981, Cannonball Run. Oh, a classic. Burt Reynolds uh, and a cast of thousands and, in fact, many, many cars. The yeah. car is the, 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 you know, the, the, the forward transport. Is the, that is such a good film. Dom DeLuise is Captain Chaos. Well, you know, weirdly, I think in the 80s, there was a lot of stuff about the vehicle. It was, yeah. you know, like Knight Rider, that kind of thing. Yeah. There was a lot of kind of stuff about whether it was a helicopter or the car or the plane or whatever. It was like the, the vehicles being more important than the people in them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is quite cool, I think. I think we're off to a good start here. Yes. Uh, you need to add to this. Uh, the film where the car is the star for Jenny and Phil and for Tyler, lad turning 17. Vicky is suggesting Herbie, but is very clear and says the original ones, though. Really? <laughs> really? No, 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 listen here. Oh, man. The original films were great. No. The Lind... Oh, all right. You want the Lindsay Lohan reboot, do you? Oh, no, you? I don't want any of them. <laughs> I don't want any of them. Oh, come on! Herbie reminds me of sitting in a cold assembly hall at school and we'd have, we'd have the movie on, like, a uh, projector. Like, they'd have to stop halfway through, yeah. but the you reel in and it was all grainy and it just looked like um, it was just awful I don't want to fall out with you or watch them back now on Disney Plus surely because they're, they're, they're Disney films they're great the no, Herbie films they need to be deleted no. delete them that'd be a good one one week right we just go through and delete a load of terrible films <laughs> what about that I don't Boom. want to fall out about Herbie there's a couple of other movies we're going to fall out about during the course of this last 45 minutes. I can feel it in my bones. Have you seen Christine? I don't mean from The Office. I mean uh, Stephen King's Christine. No, but I've seen Herbie. Well, a lot of people are scared. Christine Good. I've never seen it either. It's supposed to be really scary about a car. For 17-year-old Tyler can't watch Stephen King's Christine. That's a good point. It may give him nightmares. <laughs> Thank you for all your texts and everything. We do really appreciate it. Obviously, sometimes when you're texting on the move, uh, 
couple of texts have fallen prey to uh, autocorrect. A little special mention for Stuart from Cardiff. He's got a good idea, but unfortunately autocorrect's ruined it for him. He's texted, Ferris Brulee's day off. <laughs> Imagine if it was called that. Oh, dear. Uh, chitty, chitty, bang, bang, says Graham. No. I'm not sure that's going to cover it for a 17-year-old. Uh, Craig, what's the car? Oh, that would be an XO1 Ghostbusters. Oh, oh that wouldn't have come straight to mind. Yeah, the kind of cool converted ambulance in Ghostbusters. Yes, the hearse, actually, yeah. It's a good point, it's a hearse. Uh, and uh, I, I'm delighted to see, because there's this this Ghostbusters reboot coming soon, oh, and yeah. uh, Ecto-1 is still in it, the same one. Yeah, yeah, and what are you doing tonight, I think, as well. Fantastic. So for this lad who's about to start driving, you think, uh, take him back to basics with a good old-fashioned uh, Ghostbusters watch-along. Of course. Great suggestion, Craig. Loving your work. All right, we've got someone else on the line who wants to do a recommendation. Carl, what movie should we watch tonight? That was um, the Gone in 60 Seconds, Nicolas Cage film. Oh, oh, my goodness, I love a bit of Cage, and that is a fantastic yeah, it's, film. Yeah, it's a great film. Uh, it's all about stealing cars, but uh, it's, it's good fun watch. Uh, there's a lot of action in it. Right, so, I mean, I've never seen this before. Um, is it where, where are you from, Carl? I'm from South Wales in Port Talbot. Port Talbot, you get a lot of that kind of stuff going on, the kind of Grand Theft Auto-style crime living <laughs> on the edge? That's everywhere, mate. Everywhere gets that, doesn't it? <laughs> what a cast list as well. Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie and Vinnie Jones. Correct. <laughs> That's it, yeah, yeah. It is a good film, well worth a watch. Brilliant. Is this what the kind of direction we should pushing the young lad into <laughs> as he's starting out in his driving career? <laughs> Why not, innit? Why not? Everybody got to learn somewhere. <laughs> Fantastic. Cheers, fella. Take care. Well, no worries. Take care, boys. Bye. Bye. A uh, film where the car is the star. Emma, what's your suggestion? Uh, the Italian Job. Oh, the Italian Job right in front of our eyes. All those minis everywhere. Are you talking about the new one or the original? Either. I, I like both, but obviously as a mini lover and mini owner, uh, it has to be the, the, the latest one, but yeah. Just a quick, a great quick question as someone who owns a mini. We mentioned this on the show the other day talking about waving. Do you wave at other mini drivers as you're driving around? It used to be like that. When I first got my first BMW Mini, yes, we flashed at each other. That's liked, of course. Um, but now, <laughs> no, now nobody waves. So the game's gone, isn't it? <laughs> the game's no, gone. gone. Because <laughs> there's too many of them on the road, I think. Do you know what? I think we're all agreed it was a decent cover. Mm. What do you mean a cover? Yeah. The Mini, uh, the Italian job. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what you mean. They, 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 they did a cover of the Italian job. They did a, they did yeah. a reboot. It was a decent cover. <laughs> I've never heard of a reboot being described as a cover version before. <laughs> That's a very good point. I, I did refer to it as a cover, yeah. That's Barry Norman over there. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, good suggestion, Emma. Thank you. That's okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for your brilliant suggestions on uh, the film club tonight for uh, a movie where the car is the star. It's going to be hard to choose. Uh, it is hard to choose, but I think actually we have stumbled across uh, a good suggestion right at the end there. There is indeed a very good cover it's of a great it. Great cover. Uh, but go with the original. It's got to be the Italian job. And if t- a young Tyler, the lad that this is all about, he's seventeen. Minnie's a good first car. I think that's a great shout. Fantastic, Tyler. Best of luck in your journey into the incredibly frustrating world of driving around the UK. Bye-bye. Go back to your T-shirt uh, with the slogan, uh, um, I've got a bear behind. That oh. would have been really good. I mean, this is a cool T-shirt you are wearing. It's Thank got, you. like, the yellow stripe and the uh, the Hofmeister beer uh, on your uh, your left 
breast. Um, but, uh, well, it's right breast as I look at it, actually. It is actually my left breast, though. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. But it would have been good if it actually said, I've got a bear behind on the front of it. Because then as people walk past you, they'd be tempted to look and be, oh. That's the whole point of the, That's what they used to do, though. Yeah. That was, that's what the Hofmeister t-shirts used exactly. to be like. Exactly, yeah, it should be, on, on the t-shirt. And that's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> From before. I, <laughs> this whole bit's gone really well. Let's pack up and go home. <laughs> Let's play Radio Remote l- Roulette. <laughs>